Um, Jorge Prado, 3GP Gen. You had the red plate from the get-go and you still have it. Three very different tracks and you're being very, very consistent. So overall, I don't think you could have really asked for a much better start to the season. Yeah, this is a very good start of the season. Um, got already quite some motor wins. Um, so um, I'm very happy. Got two in uh, so quali, oh, three qualies and uh, three first motors, so six from the nine. So it's, uh, I need to say it's quite a good start. Um, extending this weekend again, my points lead, being the, the guy with the most points uh, with the two days. So um, obviously that means I was the best rider out there. So um, no, super happy about my fitness, um, about uh, how I'm racing, and, and I hope I can... Well, for sure, I still have room for improvement, so we need to keep building, and we are in the good way, so I'm super happy. And what was your thoughts on the, the track this weekend? Obviously, very, very old school, like a, a track back in the 80s, but maybe in the past that maybe wouldn't have suited you, but you seem to be a jack-of-all-trades now, and these kind of tracks suit you, but I thought it was pretty technical at the end there as well. Well, it's a very, it was a very small track, very tight, pass. super hard to pass, uh, and with the lappers, it was super sketchy at times. They didn't move, and um, yeah, I lost a lot of time also there in the second moto. Um, it just got very rough. Uh, second moto was just full of holes, you know. It, in some places, it was looking like enduro, um, not flowing uh, as much. So you had to stick uh, and put all the power uh, from your muscles. So yeah, so the bike stays kind of straight. And um, that was quite tough, but uh, yeah, it's nice to come here in, Swiss, in Switzerland. Um, like I said on, on Friday on the press conference, it's nice that a guy like Seward, you know, has a home GP. Um, I think I though. think needs to needs to be like that. You know, every top rider that it's content, you know, trying to uh, fight for a championship needs to have Grand Prix. So. It's nice to come here and uh, yeah, hopefully with some changes so the track should be, let's say, a bit more enjoyable. But I think, uh, anyway, um, it was nice with the ruts. I need to say that was, that was cool. And uh, hopefully for the next time we have more possibilities of passing. And that's, um, yeah. And coming into the seasons, what were your expectations? Were you expecting this? I mean, last year it wasn't a disaster, but you've got very high standards. So I would say it was... A pretty much an average season for you but you've certainly stepped it up this season and coming in for me you were the biggest question mark but did you expect this coming into the season my goal coming to every season is to win uh, last year i was capable of winning i just didn't have the tools to do it and uh, after a tough season last year they my team starts working and over this over the winter we made some changes and this is what uh let's do you know i'm a guy that can have a red blade and mxgp class and i'm I'm doing, doing it now every weekend, so I'm the most consistent guy, and that's why I'm holding it. Holding it. So, um, yeah, uh, last year, uh, it's a year to myself a little bit to forget, but also have some positive things, um, like, um, you know, pushing all these guys to make uh, the bike uh, get better, and thanks to me from last year struggling, now I can be winning. So, uh, so yeah, sometimes uh, it's hard, and um, we need to move on, and, and now um, enjoy this time that I'm feeling good with the bike and, and still working, you know. I'm watching you around the track. It's just a joy to watch, really. You're the modern-day Stefan Everts, I would say. Growing up, is that a guy that you looked at to try and take bits of his riding and implement it to you? And also an ex-GP rider. You've worked with Joel Smets before, but I believe you're back working with him now. What's it like being back with him? Well, actually, it's the first time I'm really working with him. Mm -hmm. um, I've been, he's been 
working with the team, but <clears throat> I was uh, still um, in school and yeah, um, I was not following really his program, but now uh, we are doing things together and the nice thing is his flexibility about the program, you know. Um, I can also say a little bit what I want to do and, and what I like to do and then we just mix it about, and, and, and I think it's quite cool. Um, about my writing style, I look up to many guys. Uh, <clears throat> I have my own style and I try to write like I feel most comfortable and I have also a, a past uh, writing a lot of trials, so probably that stand up comes from that. And it just feels natural to me to stand up a lot and to stay with the feet on the pegs. And and yeah, that's my running style. <laughs> and uh, last question: Obviously, your contract with Gas Gas is up at the end of the year. Um, the rumours about America never really seem to go away with you, but I think if you're going to make the move, it would probably have to be next year. But are you happy doing GPs, and is this where you see your future? I personally hope so. It just depends. Um, I also would like to go there and race Supercross, but um, yeah, I'm, for the moment, I'm very focused on getting this title. I think it's a year to get it done. Uh, we are on the good way, so I really need to stay focused and yeah, just hammer all those trainings, trying to do my best in every single race. Don't make mistakes. Stay consistent, like I'm doing right now. And then I, and I, then I think I I'm able to get this championship. Um, and then I can. After that, I think I can think about different things that, for sure, are interested. Like uh, moving to the US, um, will be cool. Uh, Maxi Renault, three rounds of MXGPN. I feel like every GP you have had the speed to win, but just things have been happening. But you were finally able to get the job done this weekend. It must feel amazing. I think it's unbelievable. It's only, I think, your second MXGP overall win. So, and to do it so early in the season, it must feel good. Yeah, it feels great. You know, uh, like you said, I feel also that I got everything uh, in the pocket to um, to make it happen on the two first GPs. But uh, yeah, pieces of the puzzle we didn't went together. Small crash, I mean, big crash in Argentina where I really hit the head hard. Riola also a crash uh, while pushing uh, on Jeffrey on first moto. And uh, yeah, didn't make it happen. So it feels good to make it happen now and uh, to get my my first win of the season. Now obviously. We, I, yeah, I look forward to the next GPs coming because uh, championship is really long, and I really want to be in that title chase. You know, so I think we're in a good position. We're gonna keep on working and uh, try to get as as ready as possible for the next GPs. A new track on the well, a new track, but a very old school, traditional track here. What was your thoughts on it? Very narrow, hard to pass, but I feel like the atmosphere was electric, and um, it got pretty technical there at the end as well. Yeah, it was actually quite great. Um, good track and uh, big ruts, and uh, no, it was was nice. Just um, a bit hard, you know, to pass the lap riders. We were 40 on the gate today, and quite a lot of uh, level difference. So didn't make my life easy, you know. Especially in the second moto, I was like a bit um, under pressure, but uh, still a great GP. And obviously, you're on the new Yamaha 2023. How's that new bike compared to the old bike? And I think I read somewhere Sir was talking about struggling for parts, but doesn't seem to be affecting you. You're, you're right at the front. I was not uh, waiting for parts because I chose some parts that Jeremy didn't chose, you know. So I was uh, on my yeah. I just made my work on my side, and I didn't. We are not on the same engine. But uh, but yeah, I still feel that we need to work on the on the bike, and it's still not perfect. Uh, on the chassis we made a great job and I feel really good but now we need to work a little bit more on those starts 
I believe that last year we were more performing on the starts and uh, we really need to put the intention into it because uh, this is going to be really crucial, you know. Uh, when you see Prado that takes all the all shots, you know, then uh, we leave the, the, the way fully open to him. So, like in second model today, you know, I start on his back and then I could uh, I could make light, light work. So, it's going to be important to get those starts dialed for uh, the, the rest of the season. Yeah, and just coming into your, the, this season, I mean, what were your goals? Was it after a good rookie season, was it to go for the championship or are you just playing it GP by GP and seeing how it goes? No, clearly the goal is to win the championship. Uh, I'm working for that and uh, I'm going to push for it. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be the goal and we're going to try to be consistent and every time uh, here avoid injury and, uh, and yeah, we'll see at the end of the championship uh, where we end up. And just on the level this year, how do you find the level of MXGP this year? Obviously we've got Hurlings back, we've got Prado looking as good as ever, you've got yourself with another year, we've got Roman back. That looks very, very fast the front, especially yeah. watching there today. Blow. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I mean, uh, it's just the best riders of the world, you know. So um, everyone is back. Everyone is healthy. Uh, Romain is back. Jeffrey is back. Uh, hockey is on uh, the best level he ever been, probably. I am also on a really good level, so my teammates also are feeling good. So, yeah, it's just like 10 riders, which is a quite stack uh, class, you know, but uh, it makes the racing really, really... Um, Special, you know, and nice for the fans. So I think I hope it's going to keep going like this this season, and uh, that we're going to enjoy some nice racing. And just the last question, actually, obviously there's been a format change this year with the qualifying race now counting for points. What's your thoughts, Nadi? Are you a fan of it? Not a fan of it? Or would you change anything? Maybe top five instead of top ten getting points? Not a fan of it because obviously I lose some points on on uh, on uh, Hoge that wins all the qualifying for the moment. So <laughs> it's not really great, you know, to lose points here, especially today. For example, I win the GP, but I don't get the most points, I guess, from uh, the whole day. I mean, the whole weekend. So those qualifying are not to. You need to put some focus on it and to to get the get the points, you know. So and and the main thing of the qualifying is the start. So we're gonna try to evaluate on this and uh, make it happen. Uh, Lucas Conan, third round of the MX2 World Championship. Two very different races for you. Uh, the first moto came from the back, but wow, very good speed. Must have been happy with your recovery. Second moto probably just didn't ride with the same flow, but maybe the second moto was a bit harder to pass. Yeah, of course, first moto, um, yeah, I started from gate 33, so it's all outside, you go straight in pit lane, but uh, I tried and then I had, I didn't have a back brake in the middle of the straight, so I said like, oh shit, what I'm doing, and I went straight out of the corner, and then I came back, I was last, made some quick passes, I was at a good point of this weekend, I was aggressive, I learned this, and then uh, yeah, I made some good passes, speed was good, and then I came back to six, it was a really good race. And yeah, second moto, uh, I took, they told me go inside, so I tried. And yeah, it wasn't good enough, so I was already almost dead last also. And then, uh, yeah, I tried to pass, I was back to 15. And then, uh, yeah, I began to have arm pumps since the second or third lap. And then I, I tried to pass the, uh, uh, another guy and didn't plan. And I, I crashed and with a nightmare and then I was back to 19. And then, yeah. It was difficult to make back with arm pump and everything, so it's like this. I came back to 16 and it's it's uh, another good weekend for me. I didn't like it so much. The track, I liked it really much, but of course, yeah, as we know the speed is not, not bad. Just to qualify and race cost me the whole weekend, so yeah. And making the step up for me, MX250 to MX2, what's, how would you describe the level of each class and the biggest challenges? I mean. It looks like you have the speed and it's your rookie season, so it's not so bad. 
Yeah, of course, you know, you mix, yeah, you're also fast, but uh, you only ride 25 minutes, here's 30 minutes. I, I can hold it, but everybody's like 110% every time, and the top 10 is almost every lap the same lap time, so you make the difference. But yeah, we are ready for it, we show it also, also and yeah, they will see uh, what is coming, because now I didn't have a lot of luck at my side. It's the beginning of the season, only a bit in in Sardinia, but also there I had uh, bad luck with the stars, but we will get there. And what's it like? Obviously you were with the Diga Pro Cross team and that team closed their doors, so you got a pretty last minute deal with the Nestan Husqvarna full factory now. What's it like being with that team and having full factory bike and also the new bike as well? Yeah, it's not bad. We signed with two factory contracts from my brother also. It's, it's a good thing. We have some good material and yeah, we need to have this for improving good. So it's going good now. And just on the track this weekend, what was your thoughts on it? Uh, very, very old school. It's like a track from the 80s. But uh, I think it worked quite well in the end and it got pretty technical there as well. Did, did you like the track? Yeah, I liked it. Only this, the only point was like the ruts were good, but some, for sure, first motor I tried. I cannot say it was difficult to pass, but for the regular of the other people, it was, oh, was, was difficult to pass. But you need to try, but uh, yeah, second motor I couldn't find because everybody was running the same lines and then you try to go outside and someone passed you. So first motor was, a, you could pass a bit more, second motor, yeah, I couldn't find. So yeah, I like the track with the ruts and everything, but yeah, like I said, the qualifying race cost me a better result. Like. And what's it like having Kaido Wolf and Rowan van der Moestijk as teammates? Do you ride much with them? And obviously there's a bit of a, maybe a little bit of a rivalry there to be see who's going to be the number one Husky rider. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just, well, I don't look to them uh, a lot, just on training, we always train with Sasha, with two, and yeah, we barely train with them, uh, yeah, sometimes we train with one in the winter, but, and guys sometimes, but not so much, but yeah, it's not like I want to beat him, I just want to beat everybody, that's, that's the only goal, but yeah, we need to learn and from every weekend, and now uh, it's going to be turning. And looking ahead for the rest of the season, have you got a goal you'd like to achieve or are you just going to take it GP by GP, race by race and try and learn and then go for 2024? No, I just want to, to, to make the best out of it now. We're only third race in. It was the third race, so now we go to Arco and yeah, I'm ready. Now I just want to go up front every model and battle for those podiums and everything. Yeah, even if I'm... The guys think it's a rookie season for me. I, yeah, I'm competitive, so I want to to achieve uh, the best possible. And just on the qualifying race on Saturday, there's obviously points for that this season. Now coming from EMX, you wouldn't have had that. But how do you find the third moto and then for points as well? Do you like it? I know probably the riders probably don't like it because they see it as an extra risk. Yeah, of course, like you said. But I don't know uh, because yeah, uh, I improved from one to five to fifty, and then now. MX2, so I didn't know how it was a qualifying race, so now I just came there and there are points, so yeah, I don't know. But yeah, for sure it's more risk, but yeah, it's like this, so I can, we cannot change it. Eh? Uh, Liam Everts, third round of MX2 World Championship. feel like overall it was a solid day for you. You had the pace, maybe just not the best starts, but I think you can be pretty happy with your pace. Yeah, starts were good, actually. Um, first model. I just uh, wasn't ready for the first two lap, uh, three laps, and uh, I got stuck behind one of the Yamahas, and uh, just got too aggressive and hit the rear wheel and tipped over, and that uh, screwed up my whole race actually. From then on, um, yeah, I just struggled and, and couldn't find any rhythm whatsoever, 
and uh, ended up eighth. And then second race, I got a good jump and uh, just braked too late. And um, I think I was around four or five, ran in fifth the whole race. And then Kai got around me and I uh, finished sixth. So um, second race was a lot better for sure. And uh, so a lot of positives. So um, yeah, overall, it's a, it's a step in the right direction. And I knew it would come. Just uh, have to be patient also. Um, my plan before the season was not to be too uh, in the spotlight in the first three, four rounds. So looks like it's working out. So uh, just got to keep on working and then uh, it will come. And what was it like, that Sakamoto? I mean, watching it, the top ten were all pretty close. It was pretty intense. Did it feel like that when you were racing out there? Yeah, everything was very close. I think we only finished uh, ten seconds behind. So... Uh, it was good racing, it was good fair racing, I had a very big moment once Kai got around me on that uh, steep side, he tossed actually, he had a big rock and came loose and it got in my, my rear wheel and I was all over the place, luckily I saved it, so no, it was a fun race. And what was your thoughts on the track? Uh, it's maybe not a modern GP track, but your dad probably rode lots of tracks like this back in his day, did you like it? I feel like it was hard to pass, but it was pretty technical. Yeah, I heard a lot of guys complain actually, um, but I actually liked it, especially on Saturday. There were a lot of options, maybe today a little bit less, but I think overall, of course, it's maybe not the best best track, but I've seen far, far worse, so I enjoyed it. Yeah, and just on the, uh, the format this year, there's obviously points in the qualifying races. Are you a fan of that, or would you just... Maybe I know a lot of riders don't like it because they see it as an extra risk, but if you're going to do the qualifying race anyway, why not half points? Yeah, I mean, the extra risk, the quality race has been there for 15 years, so um, I don't really know what to say. Of course, they added points, but it's the same for everyone, so uh, you just got to race and uh, go with it. I mean, um, yeah, I'm. I don't have anything against it. And uh, obviously last year was your MX2 rookie season with an injury or a few, maybe a few injuries yeah. in there. I feel like you showed good progress, but yeah, because of the injuries, you know, it maybe halted you a little bit. So I guess this year the speed's good. Just try yeah. and build and survive the yeah, season. Yeah, and uh, of course luck is, is one factor. I think uh, if we get a few more GPs in, it, I will build my way into the series, I think. Need some time and some more races. It, uh, it will come. We just gotta keep on working. And what's it like being with the full factory KTM team? Obviously, you were with the Diga team last year, but they actually didn't get the new bike last year. Yep. This year, you're on the new bike. So how's that going? And what's it being? being what's good, it like good. under the factory? Uh, I, feel, I feel good in the team. Good around the people. Um, so yeah, it's uh, the step has gone quite well. Obviously, the results maybe don't show it yet, but uh, I believe we're on the right path and. Uh, it will uh, will come once uh, once we get that click. The hard work will pay off. And obviously, you've been working with your dad since you were very young. Uh, what's it, who are you working with in this setup? Like, is your dad still yeah, close, or work, uh, and do you work with Joel as well? No, I just... don't work with Joel. I uh, I still work with my dad, and uh, oh, it's going well. And I feel like Factory KTM usually they've got like a big name coming into the championship that would be favourite for the title. Obviously, it's slightly different this year. That maybe helps take the pressure off, but also I feel yeah, like the user are already making good progress, maybe yeah. ahead of maybe what the team boss was thinking. Cause yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it's it's maybe more of a long long game. It will maybe take a year. Um, but yeah, they made a lot of good decisions in the past, so 
Let's hope this one is, uh, is a good one as well. You want to go over uh, here? Um, so, Jack Chambers, this was uh, your debut in the MX2 World Championship. Yep. How did you find it? Uh, it was very interesting. Uh, never riding a Kawasaki before this weekend, or this, this past week I flew over on Sunday night, landed Monday morning, uh, rode the bike on Tuesday and a little bit on Wednesday, put an hour on the, on the bike, um, and uh, we made a decision to go straight racing. So. I think uh, based on the second moto and uh, pretty much your speed all weekend, I think it was a good decision to go straight racing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I definitely feel like my speed second moto showed a little bit more of what I have. Um, struggled a little bit in the first moto. I th maybe, maybe a little bit of nerves. Um, tightened up a little bit in the middle there, but ended strong, uh, passing a couple guys on the last lap. Um, but yeah, I really didn't have any goals coming into this weekend. Uh, it's more just get experience and have fun. And, and I'm in Switzerland right now racing my dirt bike, so I could be back home, you know, just sitting at my on my couch because this weekend I didn't have a race. So yeah, well, Americans seem to be very comfortable at home, and maybe you wouldn't have been the first one to turn a ride like this down. But when Dixon got in touch with you, was it a no-brainer for you to come here, or what was what was the reasons behind coming? Uh, the, the biggest reason is I trust my trainer, Zach Osborne. Yeah, Zach, um, I know Zach. And he, he said it would be a good opportunity for me. Uh, he listed all the positives. He listed all the negatives. And uh, even, even with some of the negatives he listed, I, uh, I still was like, you know what, I want to go do this for myself and, you know, um, give myself, you know, a year. You know, maybe, maybe it's just this season. You know, maybe this, after this season I get something else. But... That's, that's not really what I'm looking at right now. I'm taking it weekend by weekend and week by week in training and getting more comfortable on the bike um, with only three days. I, I feel like I performed decently well for myself. Um, felt really balanced on the bike. I made a couple clicker adjustments on the suspension. Um, they got it as close as they could before I came over here, and I kind of just went out and rode. And it's not only getting comfortable in the Kawasaki. I mean, you were racing Supercross a few weeks ago. Yeah. This is a whole different world. How did you find it out there on that type of track? Uh, Very old school. Yeah, it was definitely definitely tough. Um, I, uh, I tore my ACL in June last year at the third round of the outdoors. Um, and prior to outdoors, we only have one weekend off from Supercross. Yeah, exactly. So I raced the whole Supercross season, one weekend off, and you had to ride into outdoors. So um, I guess you can say I'm used to that from last year. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I, I hadn't ridden outdoors in seven or eight months, um, and I came straight off from the weekend in Detroit after the main, um, and started that week on outdoors, and then I flew out Sunday. So, quick turnaround. <laughs> very, very, very quick turnaround. Um, learning a new bike, being in a different country, sometimes having to you know communicate with people that don't speak your language. Um, luckily, lucky enough, my my team is is an English team. So um, that was easy to, to communicate what I needed, what I want, um, anything I need changed. Um, so yeah, it was, it was definitely a positive weekend. The, the number of results may not show what I'm fully capable of, but it's first round and I think we have 15 or 16 rounds left. Plenty of racing. So uh, plenty of racing, plenty of time to gain experience, and plenty of time to uh, just every weekend get better and better and better. And uh, do you, obviously you're in America, you're very busy racing in America. Do you follow the World Championship at all? Have you heard of many of these guys you were lined up against this weekend? To be completely honest, no. Half of them I can't pronounce their last names, so uh, or even their first. Um, but <clears throat> with that said, um, you know, I have a respect for these guys, you know, prior to coming here, you know. Um, may, may not know who they are, but if, if, they're, if they're racing this series and they're going to do the whole series, they, they probably know what they're doing on a dirt bike, so... 
um, to be out there and, and battling with kids. Uh, yesterday, or on Saturday, like, you know, Liam Everts, um, you know, I've actually seen, you know, vi plenty of videos of him. He was kind of like the prodigy coming up. So just like, you know, in, in America, we have like the Ryder D's and, you know, Jet Reynolds and people like that. So I was never one of those kids. Um, so I kind of have just always had to just work my butt off for, for everything I've earned. Um, and never really just got given an opportunity or a chance to, to prove myself. So I feel like this is kind of one. Um, and, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say I proved myself this weekend because it's first round and, you know, I'm not too stoked on the number results. But with the, with the way I rode uh, only a couple days on the bike, I felt pretty comfortable. And just on your trainer, Zach Osborne, what sort of things did he tell you about GPs? And obviously, I think you're friends with Jet Lawrence, isn't that right? Yep. Did you speak to him? Obviously, he raced DMX and watched his brother race GPs as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got a you know a bit of advice from Jet. You know, he, he had been over here a good bit. Um, actually, the day I left, me and my buddy and, and Jet went and had some breakfast and kind of talked about oh, everything. Yeah. I'll be gone for seven months. So, um, But, yeah, uh, the biggest thing with Zach was just don't get in my head about the other riders and just and just stay as calm as I can and you know it's gonna be hectic it's new I was late to free practice like I, I didn't know the schedule I don't know how early to get up there he told me but you can only be told once and then you'll learn you know so uh, you can you'd only be told a million times but once you do it wrong you you, you learn from it so uh, I was early to the motos today um, we got up there in time and um, but yeah, there's there's so much, you know. I mean, I've I've talked to him probably three or four different times today. You know, he, he's proud of me. Uh, he told me that, so um, that makes me feel good. My dad, my parents are happy. Um, that's always good to be leaving the track and and not not going, you know, scratching our heads like what just happened. Uh, but that happened a lot this season in Supercross, um, and that kind of honestly just needed a change from from the negative the negative weekends, you know. I, Mentally, before the season, I put myself top 12 in Supercross. Every weekend, I should have been. Um, but we can sit here and say shoulda, coulda, woulda all, all day long. Um, I wasn't. And the change that I needed, I didn't know until this opportunity came up. Um, so, you know, here we are. And Zach obviously knows Europe well. Are you hoping he'll maybe come and join you at a few GPs? And second of all, how did you find the level of the MX2 World Championship? Uh, the yeah. The guys at the front are... Yeah, wow. yeah. Well, uh, first, Zach. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's coming over in August to stay in uh, in UK. So, uh, I'm not sure what what rounds he'll be able to come to. He has his own series. He's going to be racing with the off road now oh, that he's yeah, doing. Yeah, um, yep. So, but yeah, the level of the guys. Um, I was actually just talking to somebody else about it too. Um, it it's hard to gauge. You know, I, I know so many guys back in the US. Their names and what they've done in amateurs, and that kind of sets the bar for them. Uh, how good they are, how good they've been, um, and here I don't know these guys, so I don't know what they've done and you know their road to get here and, and stuff like that. You know, everybody's got their own story, and you know I've got mine. So um, I'm hoping to to make make the end result of this story that I'm trying to create. And are you looking forward to traveling all around the world? Obviously Switzerland. What did you think of Zurich? It's my first time in Zurich as well, actually. Yep. So I've got that in common with you. Obviously you'll go to Italy now. And are you looking forward to traveling all around Europe and all around the world? Yeah, definitely. It's going to be a, a good experience, and that's probably one of the reasons why I uh, came over here. You know, I'm going to live on my own in England without my parents. You know, I've met a couple friends that you know are going to help out. My teammate Courtney as well. Uh, she's been doing this a long time through three-time champ, so she knows what she's doing. Um, but yeah, just the experience. You know, living without my parents, doing this on my own, making my own food, preparing for the week. 
you know, laundry, all the stuff that uh, a lot of people in U.S. you know have girlfriends, wives, or, or family members to do that for them, which I did back home. Um, so that'll be that'll be different, but that's a lot of the reason why I'm here. Uh, gain the experience with with not only the riding, but to to be a better person, and um, you know, you know, life life for a lot of guys is just racing, um, and and I would say a lot of it is for me. Um, but you know, the the whole outlook on it is you know to have fun and, and you know better yourself every chance you can get. You're obviously going to race the MX2 GPs. Has there been any discussion to do any national races, maybe British Championship? I feel like that would be quite good for you. There's a guy called Isaac Gifting. Yep. You could maybe run with him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know right now, honestly. I'm, I'm, my goal right now is just to get to next weekend. So uh, after next weekend, we have a little bit of a break um, so we can kind of figure out what, what our plan is and everything. But, um, yeah, that's definitely a, a possibility. Uh, Valentin, first of all... Uh, a Swiss GP, is it nice to be back racing in front of your home crowd again? That atmosphere was wild. It's been a while since I've seen something that loud. Yeah, it was awesome. Wow. The fans were crazy. It was really cool. Really awesome to ride in front of uh, all the fans. Um, yeah, it was a great GP. It was great. And just on, obviously, your weekend, can you talk me through your motos? That first moto, especially, is very, very impressive. Yeah, um, on the paper, really, the result is awesome. Uh, seven, nine, seven overall. It's since 2016 in MXGP that I didn't finish seven overall. So <laughs> I'm really, really proud. And you know, we are a small team. We have less than one million uh, budget, and we are fighting against team who have like five, six million of budget. So that's really awesome. And um, and yeah. Uh, it was, it was great, it was, it was perfect. And I think last year you only done four GPs. It can be quite hard, you know, coming in to do a full GP season when you've pretty much missed a full one. How have you found that? It looks like you've worked hard over the winter and whatever you've done is, is helping you and maybe get back to your, your, maybe not your very, very best level, but you're certainly getting towards it. Yeah, you know, last year in, uh, in January when I started to train again with Yves de Maria, it was five years that I, I didn't make any result, any good ride. So we had a lot of work to do to get back in shape. And it improved week after week. And, and this year when we start in November was much more easier. I had already a good base. So it's why now I have already a good level. I'm still not, not 100%. Uh, I think in, in May I will be really good. Uh, also, like on the bike, we still have to, to learn a bit, to improve. But uh, it's it's go really, really in the good direction. And just on the bike, is I mean, is it a stock engine? I'm pretty sure I've heard it is. <laughs> What's it like racing against the factory guy? Yeah, it's, it's awesome to say that today I finished seven overall and uh, I'm riding with a full standard bike. Standard exhaust, standard electronic, everything standard, so standard suspension, so yeah, that's really cool. For sure, maybe if I, if we had a bit more budget and we can improve more on the bike, it could help, but um, no, it was really good and it's great that the Honda bike have a really good base. And what's the level of MXGP like this year? Obviously, last year there was a few injuries. This year we've got Prado back this best with Jeffrey back. The speed just looks unbelievable watching at the side of the track. Yeah, I think uh, also people don't realize yeah. the speed yeah. we go. <clears throat> because it's like, okay, you have always two, uh, three guys in front who are fighting for the victory, but then for the fourth, fourth to, to the 12th place, it's the same group. And then 12th to, to 18, it's the same group. So 
No, it goes really, really fast. You make a little mistake. There is already one guy here behind you to try to pass you. So, no, it's really, really cool. And what was your thoughts on the track? Obviously, they went with the traditional track here instead of the man-made track. Did you prefer it or maybe you like both? I mean, it's, it's, it's maybe not a modern GP track, but I feel like it got good there towards the end. It was technical as well. Yeah, you know, for me, this track I know since uh, 2004, 2005 when I'm riding a Swiss Championship in 85. But, um, yeah, you know, we, we, they did what they can do with what they have, you know. Uh, for sure, the ground, it's a lot of stone, but uh, me, I'm used of this. And then with the water, what they put, it was still okay. And, um, yeah, you know, it was technical, actually. You had to be really smart in your line and, uh, and um, with, uh, to don't crash due of the stone. It was slippery. So, no, it was, a, was a, for me, it was great. And looking ahead for the rest of the season, I feel like your pace is good in hard pack, so why not keep getting these results at hard pack? But I feel like uh, maybe your Achilles heel throughout your career has been the, the sand riding at the Lommels and the, the Rayolas type of tracks. Any plans to put in some sand riding to try and improve at those ones? So, you know, this winter we really, really focus on hard pack <coughs> to, to be able to make the result we did today and to still improve. So, you know, we put just uh, sand on the side and um, for sure for next year I will spend a lot of hours in the sand to, to, to finally be good in the sand uh, but for sure before uh, the next few race in sand we, we're gonna try to, to spend a bit time in the sand to, to make not a not a too bad result and just on MXGP they've obviously introduced the wild cards and we've seen a full lineup at Argentina in this weekend Nice to see after last year, you know, maybe there was only 25 riders or whatever. It's nice to see full gates again. No, no. To be honest, no, because, um, you know, uh, when we are uh, 22 on the gate, it's the 20 fastest guy on the, on the planet. So, so that's, that's the first thing. Then for the, you know, people forgot so, so quick. Uh, tomorrow even... No one don't remember who finished 5 and 9. So do you really care about the guys who finished 32 and 34? Uh, but yeah, uh, let's say it's, it's like this. Uh, people, if they are happy with uh, 40 people behind the gate, it's great. Uh, me, me don't change really much. I just do my best to make my best result that I can. And then, uh, then voila. Um, again, Dunson, your f debut ride in the MX125 class. I think you can be pretty happy with how the weekend went. Just a bit of a shame about the first moto. I think you had a crash, but the second moto, very, very good. You must be delighted with how you ended the weekend. Yeah, of course, really happy uh, for my first race in the EMX, 125. Uh, yeah, it's a bummer that the first race didn't went my way. Um, it was, I think, in 10, and then had a big crash, and then fell back to 20, and eventually finished in 19. But yeah, second moto turned things around and uh, yeah, took the whole shot and then lead, I think, two laps or so. And then, uh, yeah, good ride in third. Then the leader crashed, so I was second. And then, yeah, just uh, rode my own race and could, could finish in second. So yeah, yeah, I'm really happy. And what was it like? What was going through your head in that second moto, you know, riding in second, your, your first race? Did you expect it? You know, I'm sure you were trying just to stay calm and take it lap by lap, but easier said than done. Yeah, um, in the first ra race I had so much nerves that I couldn't ride like myself and uh, also in the second moto, but I could manage it l this time and uh, yeah, I think uh, I did 
I did not so bad, but I couldn't ride like myself either. But uh, yeah, still was uh, really good. Yeah. And how did you find the track? It's like the total opposite of a Dutch track you could probably find. So maybe, maybe not your strength. So the the finish second in a moto is pretty good. Yeah, it's a really difficult track. Uh, a lot of ruts, and uh, yeah, in the Netherlands you don't have a lot of track like this. So uh, no, but uh, yeah, I could. I I did this in my younger years, so uh, I was a, a, bit, a little bit used to it. But uh, yeah, it, it turned out pretty good. And coming into the season, what were your expectations? You know, for this round, and now that you finished a moto in second, has your expectations maybe changed, or are you just going to take it race by race and learn as you go along? Yeah, my expectations were top ten for the season. That's what I hoped, and. Uh, yeah, we're now eight in the standings, I think. So uh, yeah, I know I still have the top ten in my mind because not every motor I can finish in second. I think maybe yes, but yeah, that will be great. But uh, yeah, hopefully can get a podium maybe this season already, and if not, then next season. But uh, yeah, step by step. And you're obviously used to racing, you know, on the 85 EMX 85. But I would say this is your first proper weekend racing such a competitive class with the best riders in Europe. How did you find the level? Yeah, the level is really high, uh, the guys are really aggressive, so it's really um, different than in the 85 class because then they wouldn't block past you if there was space, but now every space there is they coming and uh, yeah, I needed to get used to it, but uh, yeah, I need to be more aggressive, but uh, yeah, the time will come. But you've got quite a nice style, even though you do need to be more aggressive. Where has that came from? Is the other riders you've looked at growing up tried to copy them or...? Is it just from coaching or? Yeah, I think from my coach he learned me to write uh, yeah, on the tips and uh, yeah, I really wonder um, Kai the Wolf style. It's really nice and it looks really easy. So I also try to write as easy as possible and uh, yeah, it takes less energy. So yeah, that would be great. And looking ahead to the future, have you got anything in your head you'd like to achieve in the future? Become a GP full-time rider or? Maybe looking to America, or would you rather stay in the GP paddock? Yeah, of course. Uh, hopefully, in the, uh, in the future, I will be yeah maybe 125 champion and two 250 and 450, and then maybe to America. But yeah, that's really hard. But uh, yeah, I will do everything to reach that. And uh, so yeah, my dream is to become yeah champion every class, and then eventually go to America. Yeah. Uh, Kiara, we're two rounds in the WMX. You've been away for a year, having a little child. I think you can be pretty happy with your progress in the first two rounds of the series. Uh, well, for sure, it's already a dream being back here racing with two kids. Um, not the result we want because, of course, um, I got sick three, almost three weeks ago, just the week before uh, Riola, and uh, I had a really bad sickness that uh, in Riola I told that I couldn't even be able to ride and that's why I took that very bad results um, so already first round went like that and then I had to take so many medicine and antibiotics that dropped my energy down very bad and that's why yesterday I was like KO already after one lap and today as well but yesterday I could make a bit more difference because uh, the track was rough yeah. and, uh, you know, even if I was tired, I couldn't still manage to, uh, you know, uh, make the difference. But uh, today the track was flat and I had zero power and everyone was going same speed and uh, I just couldn't stay on the bike. So, yeah, I cannot get 
mad about that, but at the same time a bit, you know, frustrated because, of course, I worked very hard to be back on shape and I was very fit just before uh, Riola, one week before, and uh, and then everything dropping, dropping down so bad, but... Yeah, I, I hope I can get my energy back before round three. Uh, obviously, you mentioned there you were sick coming into round one. Taking away the sickness, did you have much time on the bike before the first round to get back into shape? Because obviously, you've been away becoming a mom, and that's obviously your priority now as well. So did you have much time to prepare and much bike time coming in? Um, I had uh, six months riding. Okay. So... For sure, it's much better than when I had Skylar, that I only had three months. Um, I, physically, I was not 100%, but uh, on riding side, I was very, very well, very riding good and at a good speed. But I just had no power to put my speed on the bike, you know, because I cannot keep up the bike. So I just need to get my energy back because my legs doesn't hold on and my arms are destroyed as well so that's the problem at the moment and obviously this is your second time coming back what's it like coming back and racing the, the world championship i think the level is quite high this year you've got some young girls coming up what's it like for you jumping straight in and, and racing against them is it tough honestly i feel the same as before because i know my potential and i know that if everything it's together I can still be fast and that's the proof that I was fast in qualifying and second yesterday in the condition I have um, like I said uh, I think we can fight for the championship it's only the problem that uh, I was very bad and I'm out of any kind of energy at the moment um, I just hope that I can be fit enough in for Spain and finally, you know, have everything to um, everything there to at least fight how I want. And a lot of girls in your situation might not even race, so I, I think it shows you enjoy what you're doing. You love to race motocross. How many years do you think you'll 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 still race the, the world championship? Uh, well, if I'm here, it's just because I have one more dream: is to become world champion as a mom. So. Um, I'll keep myself a couple of years and then if this won't happen then I think I will stop because I want to enjoy some time with my family as well Yeah, what's it like off the track having a mum and, and having that side of life it must be very different when you were racing at 18 and everything was just motocross there yeah it's some, somehow it helps because it keeps your focus um uh, away sometime which is also good because otherwise you are too much into um, thinking of racing so it's it's a good balance for me that help you know um, stop my mind on on training and racing when I'm home and dedicate myself to the family but at the same time of course it's hard I cannot dedicate myself 100% anymore to training and uh, uh, I'm missing the part of resting a lot because I cannot rest when I'm home. I have two kids and um, most of the day I'm tired like like hell. So, yeah, thank you. Um, 
So, yeah, I'm always very, very tired at night. And, um, yeah, so I'm always uh, a bit running out of energy anyway. So that's the most uh, difficult part, let's say. I'm Valentin Tillier. We're here at the Swiss GP. Not that about 10 years ago you were a rider here, but now you've got a young, young recruit in the EMX125 Championship. And I don't think you could have asked for a better start to the Championship. Fantastic. Exactly, it's uh, an amazing uh, start of the season. We knew we knew that he had the speed because we worked really hard the last uh, winter, and uh, on the first uh, French Open Chicrons, he was really fast. But we didn't know exactly uh, who was riding in the European Championship. And last year we we did all the season, but it was more uh, for experience. You know, we didn't have re real goal. And that year uh, we work uh, this winter to get the goal to be uh, European champion. So for sure the the way is still long to be European champion. But uh, to start with the victory, it's uh, it's amazing. And obviously, as you mentioned there, he started the season really well in, in France with the French Elite. But, you know, a French Elite isn't quite the same level as, a, as an e e European Championship. So the fact he was able to do that this weekend should be very, very good for the confidence. And especially in conditions like that, I think they suit him. Yes, and um, for sure, the French, uh, the French level and the, the European uh, level is completely different. But we did four races this year and four victories. So for his confidence, it's really good. And that's, you know, when uh, all is going good, then it's always easier when you are behind the gate because you don't think, you just want to ride. And that's what I, I try to do with my riders every time. They just need to think about riding, not, not about the rest. And uh, like I said, the season is still long. We work really hard also this winter uh, on every condition, mud, sand, uh, hard pack, and uh, we will, yeah, the goal will be to, to be consistent. And obviously you were a former GP rider yourself. You know, you had some good top five, some top ten results. You've been there and done it, so you, you know how to get to that level. Just how are you able to guide a rider like Mathis, and, and what, how, in what way can you help him? My my uh, my career helped me a lot uh, to be a, today a coach because uh, I I learned about my uh, mistakes, yeah. and uh, after that, you know, uh, when you want to do something and it's not good, I'm, I always say, hey, don't do like me, mm -hmm. because I was talented, mm -hmm. and my dream Very was to talented. be uh, was to be a world champion, but. Uh, I couldn't be world champion because I did some mistakes. So if you want to be world champion, listen to me. I know what I'm going to say to you. And I'm, I know what is the way to do it. And also, you have good days in this sport, but there's also a lot of bad days. So I think it's important to keep your feet on the ground. Even, you know, he's obviously won the first round, he's got the red plate, but you don't know what's coming next. So I think it's important to take it each race at a time and go from there and keep the feet on the ground. That's exactly the... Uh, the world, you, we need to, to keep the feet on the ground. It's uh, after the second race, uh, he won. We were we was very happy for sure. But I uh, I already I directly say to him, okay, now we focus for next weekend. It's good you win. It's just, that's only the first race of the season. We focus on Italy because we have the same goal for Italy, and uh, we stay uh, we stay calm. Not not too much uh, not too much. How do you say uh, firework? You know, and uh, we uh, our mind is already uh, to Italy. And obviously, you're a GP rider yourself. How would you compare your era to this era? I think in front focus quite a lot on the European Championships these days, and I think that's quite good for the younger talent. 
maybe it's even easier for younger talents these days to, to break in the GPs, or, or do you not see it like that? It's uh, for the young riders to, to ride uh, at the same time with the GPs riders, it's, it's amazing. When I was European champion, uh, that's a long time ago, it was in 2008. Yeah, and uh, so you, in 2008, it didn't run with MX2? Yes. It, it did or did it? No, no, it no, was it, not at the same yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. At that yeah. time, it was uh, completely Le different. Less eyes on you. Yes. So, uh, and now it's everything at the same time. It's good for the teams. Uh, for example, for me, today that you win, it's, it's really good because uh, you have a good visibility. And for, for also for Matisse, it's a very good experience. He's riding on the GP tracks. So it's good for his future. And just on your team, obviously, you focus on the EMX125 championship and French Elite quite a lot. Long term, have you got any maybe bigger ambitions, or, or are you happy just you know working with the younger talents and then maybe letting them go whenever they get into a, a position where they're going to be a GP rider? Or long term, would you maybe like to run a GP team? My goal is to to form young riders, so I'm going to stay with the young riders to uh, to try to uh, yeah to follow them as much as I can. But after that, uh, what I want is that they find a team. Uh, with maybe better material and, uh, and yeah, to start the, the, the career for them. But for me, uh, to stay with the young, uh, young riders, that's my goal.